0: This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by one of our patrons, Anna Bucheri, who is the creator of the Enter the Survival Horror tabletop RPG. Um, it's a little Resident Evil, a little Darkest Dungeon, a little Dash of Disco Elysium. It is a cosmic gumbo that is half off for the entire month of October. If you'd like to grab that, and I sincerely suggest you do, head on over to adam, A-D-A-M, Dash, Bucheri, that's B U C C E R I dot itch dot IO <music> Gary Butterfield.
1: My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8. We will uh, alternate names there, which is a... (laughs) <laughs> i i will not alternate names i will no. be deep in the
0: cold cold ground when, before i call it resident evil village that's just what it's uh,
1: stylized in as in all the databases so no I just, it's, uh, it's they
0: changed it because they thought eight would make it not a good jumping on point maybe newsflash nerds it's yeah. not a good jumping on plate. no point. no it's seven, a direct sequel play to seven, seven. <laughs> yeah
1: um, uh, but yes, this game uh, is a survival horror game developed and published by Capcom for the PC and contemporary consoles in uh, in 2021. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is a premium episode, so everybody's going to get the generalities, but the uh, the in-depth plot discussion and stuff is going to go uh, for our patrons.
0: Yeah, and both sides of that that fence should be meaty. Yeah. Um, this is an executive produced episode, and we've already mentioned this, but we're going to mention it again. Mm-hmm. This is from Adam. Uh, Adam who made the Enter the Survival Horror tabletop uh, role-playing game mm-hmm. that you can get at adam-buccieri b-u-c-c-e-r-i dot itch.io mm-hmm. uh, so that, that is uh, their site mm-hmm. there, and uh, I've looked at that over Dennis from the level has played it yep. uh, it is rad looking and you should check it out
1: yes please do I have played another one of Adam's games uh, we did mm-hmm. a uh, birthday stream uh, for Jala um I, I i need to look at what the name was the harrowing yes and that was very mm. fun as well uh and it was very good yeah. at designing these uh these rules light improv improvisational um uh uh role role-playing game system kind of things it's good stuff
0: neat yeah yeah so check them out yeah uh, in this game, much like Seven, you play as Ethan Winters, Ethan Winters, uh, <laughs> who is trying to rescue his kidnapped baby daughter from this Eastern European village type setting mm-hmm. uh, that has been seemingly overtaken by supernatural
1: monsters. Yes, yes. Uh, and as we alluded to in the very, in the very combative, there's not usually that much back and forth in the, in the game the I will intro. never
0: say Resident <laughs> Evil village.
1: Like... It is Resident Evil Eight. Don't okay. be
0: stupid, Capcom. Okay. I'm your friend. I can't let you do this. Like it, it just man. put down the bottle, the, I know, and their marketing is all like, no, no, save village, save village. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so dumb. Yeah, it's eight. It's yeah. a direct file. Like, what are you gonna do for the next one? Are you just mm-hmm. giving up numbers? It's gonna get yeah. it so confusing. Yeah, I'm not trying to avgn this shit, but like, See?
1: you know, yeah.
0: what were they thinking? Uh. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> uh yes but this is direct sequel to resident evil 7 uh and this is uh uh kind of a, a mechanical and narrative uh escalation uh from that game uh kind of yeah. ends up being a little bit of a grand tour of the series to 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 a, to a small degree uh and that's exactly g- what i think it is like i feel <laughs> like this is a this is for Rez, the resident evil for resident evil fans yes Um, and necessarily that entails some really goofy stuff. Uh, from let's say five, six, and a little bit of seven, you got to be down for some goof because, uh, well, we'll talk about it, we'll laugh about it, but uh, it uh, it it swings, uh, like maybe not for all the right fences, but boy, it's gonna swing for them. (laughs) It's a, it's the obvious, you know, the biggest. Influence and touch point is obviously four,
0: both in terms of, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about this more at length. But ob- there's obvious mechanical and setting things, but mm-hmm. even the tone. Yes. Uh, You know, the uh, whereas four, though, did that as a line. Mm-hmm. Um, it started serious and got goofier as it went. This really drips and drabs all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it, it kind of ends up being a little bit more whiplashy in a way that I think, like, makes this less cohesive, but really fun for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as a fan to like, oh, we're in the scary part now. Let's hang out in the scary part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're in the escape part. Let's go to the escape part. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it feels like a tour of resident evil things that I love. Yes. Uh, you know, so I'm I what, what is not to like for mm-hmm. someone such as me.
1: Yes. For someone um, who is who has dabbled in all of those all of those modes and enjoyed them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a buffet of things I like. Um, it is a a first person perspective, like seven, but however the enemies are quicker. Um, You're much more capable than the slow-molded enemies, and it is kind of an action take on 7. It's not quite like a straight-up FPS by any means. You're still slow and awkward, Mm -hmm. but it's much more action-y than 7.
1: Yeah, you're not, uh, you know, uh, snapping from cover to cover. Uh, you're not doing any kind of, like, jumping or uh, 360 no-scopes and stuff like that. It is still, you know, it'll feel familiar to you, but it is going to demand more of you. You know, narratively, Ethan has undergone military training. Uh, you have access to a wider wider variety of actual weapons, not just weird things mm-hmm. that Lucas clutched together. Yes. <laughs> yep. You know?
0: Uh, and And the block and parry that we had in RE7 that you could conceivably get through the entire game without mm-hmm. using... Uh, ends up being much more important. It here. does. Um, you know, enemies are much quicker, so it's harder to do, but because you're under so much more pressure, you really want to try to mitigate that damage.
1: Yeah. Enemies are smart, they're going to work together. Kind of the marquee enemy that you're gonna deal with the most throughout the game are these uh lichens. Uh they're werewolf like uh like creatures. Um, And they will, you know, attack from above and behind. You want to parry them because they will get you into a grab and allow their buddies to get into more advantageous position against you.
0: Well, and, the, uh, the par- and we keep saying parry, it's it's a block, and then you push them away. Yes. You know, it doesn't do damage, like a, like a Dark Souls parry. Um, when you do this, uh, you'll push away surrounding enemies as well. Yes. So it's, it's not only is it uh, damage mitigation, but it's also crowd control. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends up being very important. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of things from Resident Evil 4 that directly came from this, so much so that, like, I remember I first started hearing about this around the same time I heard about the remake of 4. Mm-hmm. And the first screenshots of this, I thought were going to be, oh, I was like, oh, those two rumors were the, rumoring the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, because, uh, you know, obviously the setting, but also the mechanics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you can barricade some of the doors by putting things. Um, and you have a very generous inventory, Tetris. You do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't. So I, I did a new game plus on this, you know, mm-hmm. just just because. Uh, you know, I, I know, I know what the base game is like. I wanted to get through a little bit quicker with a you know, new assault rifle that I could buy. Uh, never mm-hmm. really ended up running out of space in that. Only had to do a couple mm-hmm. shifts, uh, you know, once or twice. But it is there, uh, and it is a little bit, uh, uh, you know, there's not as much focus on, um, resource management and this both, you know, uh, conserving use and also, you know, making sure that it is lined up perfectly right, um, inside of your, uh, inside of your inventory here. Um, even the first game I didn't know what was going on, I didn't run out of space, right. You know, and, and it's,
0: uh, early Resident Evil games, the way they did that space, uh, kind of mechanical is by having key items. Mm-hmm count in your inventory re4 got rid of that but you know required a much more extensive arsenal mm-hmm. uh this game does both of those that you know or key items are do not take up space mm-hmm. in your inventory you have the extensive arsenal you just have all the space in the world yeah i think it's there literally just to evoke the feeling I
1: think so yeah
0: you know, like you, you can organize this if you want, like remember RE4, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, th- this does not use a lot of the things from RE4. This does not use to equal effect. Yeah. It's more of, uh, like a, uh, amusement park with RE4
1: decorations on it. Yeah. You know, I, in some ways, as we're saying this, I'm almost wondering, I, I I probably should have like fired up the village of shadows difficulty, even though I generally don't go for the high difficulties. I didn't do Ethan must die or whatever, um, mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the original, um, but, uh, I would not be surprised if constricting the inventory space was something that they did to you, um, in the higher difficulty.
0: I don't think so. I think, I think in when I've seen people play it online, mm-hmm. like I've watched some challenge stuff. And yeah. Things like yeah. That. I don't think that's really engaged with. I think that, uh, and, and if they did, it would be balanced out by the privation. Yes. You know, yeah. you'd have less inventory space, but you would also get less stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There isn't a what I do see in those speed runs and stuff is messing around with the adaptive difficulty, um, you know that modifies enemy drops. Uh, so you, if you get hit, if you're doing bad, uh, the game will give you a leg up. Things will get easier. If you're doing well, the game will get harder. Uh, again, not quite done as well as RE4, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but still a really neat. You know, I like this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one yeah. thing that makes it a little bit uh, kind of weirder than re4 which would drop grenades and drop different kinds of uh different kinds of ammo and then also you know your herbs or your, your healing items and whatever uh the crafting system from re7 yes. comes back in this so you know sometimes you'll pick up an herb but sometimes you will pick up a chem fluid uh or just metal yeah. scrap <laughs> so it's yep. a bunch of like uh like adjuncts that will potentially get you uh to ammo at uh at some point
0: yeah, and we talked about this uh, in other, you know, games. I feel recently, kind of this year, mm-hmm. the idea behind that is you craft what you need yes. at the time, like there are shared ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that system. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool, yeah. Cool, cool idea. This kind of simple crafting will work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also uh, in this one, you can buy new weapons, weapon modifications, and upgrade your weapons at the Duke. The Duke. Uh, we have a merchant. <laughs> uh, and he's Duke. delightful.
1: I love the Duke. He's so good. Uh, he starts mm-hmm. out, uh, you know, kind of kind of menacing. Uh, he's mm-hmm. he, he's a very big fella, both in height and uh, and and in, and in girth. And he seems just kind of like way too amused by the situation. Uh, especially, yeah. I mean, there's the, there there's there's a plot beat early on where like he is not offering any sympathy to Ethan, who is rightly horrified by what he's holding by what he's holding in his hands. Uh, yeah. But he ends up being a real solid bro. Spoilers um, and just a just a very winning uh, vocal performance. That 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 uh, mm-hmm. I'll do I'll do a plug for this. That VO actor is on a cameo, and he will do uh they will do the the Duke voice for a buddy. I, yeah, I, I sent, really kindly
0: got me a Duke ducagram.
1: I, I sent you a, uh, du- a duke for uh as a as a housewarming gift yeah yeah it was very uh very nice he, he was very uh
0: very sweet yes uh in it and it's interesting because he's he's uh he's so you know obviously having the merchant there mm-hmm. uh, and kind of where he shows up another callback to re4 yeah uh but this one is a character yeah um you know, he's not this weird part of the world everyone forgets doesn't you know isn't is there and <laughs> pretends isn't there, like he originally was going to be one of the the four weirdos, one of the four lords, mm-hmm. uh, and he exists. Other characters talk
1: about him. Yes, and and, stuff. and, and he, he, he talks about he, other characters. Like you, you end up selling him parts, the crystallized parts of the different characters that you kill, and he will you know remark um on mm-hmm. them as you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's also a chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game, of course, has the skinning animals trend. Of course. Of, uh, of current video games where you kill pigs uh, <laughs> and you walk up to chickens and gangland execute them <laughs> for chicken crimes. Um, the uh, In order to get upgrades this time, mm-hmm. uh, you take him to Duke's Kitchen, you kill it, we grill it.
1: <laughs> and uh, he'll make
0: you various uh, European, like if you were to order them in a restaurant, you'd be like, I don't know if this has sweetbreads in it. Right, right. Kind of meals. How, how, how many like, gl- it, it, how
1: many glands are present, please? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: but it, this is how you get a permanent upgrades to mm-hmm. Ethan. Yeah. Um this is not a challenge. No. Uh, at all. These guys show up on your map, the animals, mm-hmm. and you just go shoot them. Uh they're largely <laughs> defenseless. <laughs> yep. Uh it it's a lot like the fourth episode of Chernobyl. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but the uh it's just there for some RPG progression and like a task. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a little bit of choice involved in when you use what bits of meat mm-hmm. to upgrade what stats.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, there. and there are primo meats that are used in uh, some of the higher power recipes and you get those by, like, you'll find a, you'll find a drawing that is like, of uh, this legendary fish in a particular yep. location. Um, you know, the, 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 the treasure, the, the treasure hunts return here. And this is kind of one of those. I uh, just go kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, I recognize that place. Let me go and just kill kill that goat. Let me just go and execute Blackfellows. Yeah. There's
0: only one of these on on the in the world. Let's go kill yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You execute the last the last of a lot of things mm-hmm. in this game. A lot, you end a lot of family lines.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> uh huh. You know, it's it's really you know Ethan Winters. Uh, you know, absolutely extinction scourge mm-hmm. uh, here. <laughs>
1: Oh, um, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, that that replaces kind of the upgrade coin system that you had from RE7 um, in a mm-hmm. way that I enjoy, you know, and that's worked in with, you know, buying uh, consumables from the merchant and also like uh, weapon upgrades uh, and modifications and things like that. Uh, it'll, it'll be really, really familiar to you if you have played RE4. Yeah.
0: And, and again, the economy, the way it works is a way that evokes RE4 without... Emulating, exactly. Yeah. Um, treasure hunts return, and the general sense of an economy returns, but it is not tuned as tightly mm-hmm. as re 4 It's much more generous. Yes. Um, when you come out of one of these hubs with your boss treasure, you end up with a huge mountain of money and pretty obvious <laughs> things to spend it on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not. There are upgrades to weapons. There are different versions of each, each weapon, but just to a much lower degree. Yeah. Than four, to where uh, I was never really making choices around this. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have that. And I, this sounds like a, a criticism. I love. I love this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's part of me like I recognize there there are ways. I think this is a little bit worse than than seven. And I still like four more. And it's because of things like this. Yeah. like It gives me that feeling. I, I mm-hmm. know I'm, I'm doing the thing, but it's not exactly as vital to pay as much attention
1: Yeah, yeah. as it
0: was yeah. on four.
1: Yeah. At least on normal difficulty, the lack of uh, meaningful choices mechanically does end up mm-hmm. being a little bit of a bummer. But, uh, putting a damper on things.
0: And maybe, again, on Village of Shadows. You know, mm-hmm. but if, if your game is meant to be played on the highest difficulty like that, um, mm-hmm. that's, I, that I don't think that's my problem. Nope, you know <laughs> you said normal. I, I'm normal. Yeah, no, um,
1: you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I've played the other games in the series, but I don't know. Kind of seems like normal. Yeah, I'm going to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely going to start there, at the very least. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, speaking of starting someplace, uh, the thing that uh, it kind of stands out to me most about Resident Evil Village uh, is uh, its structure. Whereas Resident Evil Seven uh, kind of evoked the sense of the uh, of the original game. You know, mainly taking place, uh, at least for the first part of it, in uh, uh, one large house that was a puzzle box space uh, and kind of like uh, veering out into other facilities as the game went on. Uh, This is a little bit of its own thing. Uh, you visit the domains of these four lords of this village here. Um, uh, each of them kind of has its own distinct playstyle emphasis, uh, and all of it's linked together by the village itself, uh, acting as kind of your uh, the place where you backtrack and uh, you know see things change and interact with things differently based on things that you've picked up. Yeah, it's kind of a
0: Metroidvania feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Returning to the hub.
0: Yeah. Um, those ended up on especially on the second playthrough, and it'd be my favorite parts of the game. Yeah. Like poking around houses and checking out secrets that are newly revealed to the village. Yeah. And what's really interesting is that like the different gameplay modes that you're going to go through were largely present in RE7. Mm-hmm. They were told as a linear story, as a you know, they're uh chronologically separated rather than spatially mm-hmm. separated from a hub. So it'd be like, it's time for a flashback. That's going to be, you know, military time, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we're going to do instead of here where that's just uh, like an area you yeah. go to the factory to do military stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it ends up feeling a little bit different and the different areas are more explicitly uh, demarcated as Resident Evil modes. Mm-hmm. Like you, you'll recognize each of these hubs. Yes from previous games like things you do in them
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so the castle will feel like Resident Evil 4 to a certain degree uh so will the village as well um uh and also like a little bit more of like the 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 classic uh classic space that's the most like puzzle box kind of kind of space uh Mm -hmm. lady uh uh uh, sorry Beneviento yes Uh, the Beneviento like it is the escape room stuff from RE7 um, specifically mm-hmm. a couple of the sequences in the main game, but also there were some DLCs that were uh, pretty similar to that um, and so on and so forth.
0: Yeah. You know, the uh, the, the castle has a lot of uh, RE2 make yeah. energy to it as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, so the uh, when you, you when you're going off in these hubs, you find different keys and maps in these hubs that you can take back to the village, which allows you to uh, get this kind of little advantage in the resource power curve, which mm-hmm. is really satisfying. Yeah, um, you're also meant to play and beat this many times. Yes, as you play it, you acquire battle points, <laughs> uh, which can be used to purchase items for subsequent runs. Um, and you can also unlock bonus content, uh, cool model viewers. This mm-hmm. is the first console generation where I give a shit about model viewers, <laughs> uh, you know, previous to this, there wasn't anything that great. They, they show them to you in uh, smash brothers. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's a, I, I, it's I'm, just I'm a little a lot of detail here.
1: Yeah. I'm not a, yeah, that sure is that thing. Uh, I, I no. mean, and specifically in resident evil where like it's cool monsters, like this is kind of, you know, it's really one of the only ways to get a real good look at that baby you know yeah like, not moving i i want to you know? i want to get or, or obscured by the darkness right like i want to get yes. get a good look at like all of the loving care that went into making this as upsetting as it is you know yeah yeah really fun very fun uh, so yeah, I, I, I went through, uh, you know, it was, it was nice being able to, uh, kind of get a leg up also like subsequent playthroughs. Like I started with a bunch of weapons, you know, so like mm-hmm. starting with a shotgun makes the early village actually a lot easier, uh, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, so, you know, that was a good time. I, I, and in, in hindsight, I kind of wish that I would have gone up to hard, uh, on my second playthrough here for the, uh, for the show. But uh, also, that might have been frustrating and taken more time and colored my experience negatively. So, who knows? Yeah. yeah. And right now, we're both in a space where frustration is a expensive currency. It is. Yes. You know, I'm not looking to be frustrated right now. No, no. Uh, there's also a mercenary mode here. Uh, I found it to be a little bit lacking compared to uh, mm-hmm. recent uh, mercenary modes that I've done, specifically, like, you know it's it's pretty fun in 4 and 5 like five's mercenary mercenary yeah. mode is actually pretty good <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um it's similar to the 7 one which i did not spend
0: i didn't like as much either yeah you know uh the uh more importantly what's you know a, ba- a box quote for this is a multiplayer mo- multiplayer mode called resident evil R.E. colon verse mm-hmm. uh, that was announced, and there's a demo alongside the main game, but this got delayed. Yeah, uh, until 2022, uh,
1: we did not get this yet. Nope. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, this is a gorgeous game. If you play this oh. on next gen systems, mm-hmm. like this is a real, you know, it was one of the first like made for PS5 games that I played on my PS5 outside of Demon Souls. You know, mm-hmm. um, ray tracing. There's some really uh, just. Just beautiful surfaces in this, uh, except for Moreau's area, which looks like N64 trash for some reason. Um, yeah,
0: you, t- you take a little little jaunt in Turok to town yeah. uh, for, for Moreau, not in terms of draw distance, but just, yeah. Yeah, uh, There are parts of it that look okay, Uh-huh. but it's definitely the, the, the least, it's one of the less developed areas kind of in general.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. On,
0: on all axes. <laughs> um, I have found that too. I, I was not impressed with the PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of graphics, uh, over the PS5, I, or PS3, I am impressed with the PS5. Yeah, uh, you know, Demon Souls and this both look incredible mm-hmm. uh, on that system. Like I'm noticing the difference, which it's it's rare. Yeah. for me to really care about that, but this is a really really good looking game.
1: Yeah, I was really happy to be playing this on a PS5 on a 4K OLED screen. You know, like mm-hmm. that was I was gonna be like, oh yeah, this is this is as good as it gets right now outside of like a like a trade show. This, this is, this is cool. Do you, do you remember,
0: uh, on some show recently you asked me if I had a 4k TV and I couldn't answer cause I don't pay attention to that stuff. Yes. Uh, I do. Okay. So I I was sitting there and I read what it shows on my TV when I turned my TV on. Congrats, bud. Yeah. I I I've, I've arrived.
1: Um, you know. I don't know anything else about it. No, no. I'm not going to know its 20. stats. Don't okay. know the numbers
0: that signify no, no, it, but I know that
1: about it. What's the what's the response um, rate? What's your uh, what's your I, contrast you know, ratio, buddy? Those Did are fake. It, do you have localized that's dimming?
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's some that's some total biscuit draw and shit I don't do that. <laughs> I don't,
1: um, I don't the, care about <laughs> All, all that I did was I went on Wire critter. I was like, what's a good TV that'll last me for fucking ever? And I got that yeah. one. So, no. Uh,
0: the writing and story of this are fucking all over the place. <laughs> it is um, so hard. There are parts of it I have immense affection for. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also some of the worst stuff that happens in our in the Resident <laughs> Evil series. There's a boss fight in this that I think is the dumbest thing that Resident Evil has done. <laughs> uh, and I'm including, like, the boulder-punching shit. Yes, yeah. That we just covered last year, mm-hmm. um, and not always good dumb. Mm-hmm. Like some of it is 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 real good dumb. Boy, some of it is pretty fucking obnoxious dumb. Though oh boy, picking um, p- it p- really p- goes back and forth.
1: Picking the right uh, kind of
0: good dumb, it's fucking delicious.
1: <laughs> yes, the, the 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 right kind of dumb and the right amount is so important uh, because yeah. dumb is not inherently disqualifying in and of itself. <laughs> the, the trick though
0: that people forget is it's not also inherently qualifying. Right. Something something cannot just be good because it's dumb and outlandish. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, you have to it's a specific flavor. Yeah. And, and we'll we'll talk about those as they happen. That's going to be the bulk of the the second half of the the, the episode, but it is a really plotty game. Mhm. There's a there's a lot of plot. Yeah
1: going on we're, we're getting and you're, you're getting to know a lot of a, a, a lot of different characters too mm-hmm. you know very uh kind of diverse from each other um and th- it is it is weird to say but this is very much of a piece with re7 um, not just because mm-hmm. of the, the 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 broad campy vibe, it is very much escalated from seven. But it's you know it, it it feels like it is playing in the same key, let's say. But also like thematically, mm-hmm. th- there's something about this mold and fucked up families.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, this is this is a different kind of family. Yeah. You yeah. know these these are wilder and more out there. The the point of comparison I always think about is this feels like a Metal Gear enemy crew
1: yeah yeah
0: to me uh but i like them more mm-hmm. than i like metal gear enemy crews um you know we get four real fucking weirdos <laughs> uh, what if there's some weird guys yep. and here they are <laughs> uh and they're great um each one of them i enjoy mm-hmm. uh we we got uh the the premier one the one the internet absolutely went crazy for
1: Yeah. Moro. <laughs> um, um, everybody's it was, favorite no, I'm, I'm just just, yeah. just uh went wild lots and lots of fan art and cosplay of the of the man what what can't determine if he when and when he is not a fish yeah the puking fish man yeah uh, people went crazy for his tits mm-hmm. it was
0: why wait i'm getting a note
1: <laughs> sorry producer. Uh, <laughs> producers yeah,
0: so it so Mur- yeah. great uh, he, he's pretty undeveloped yeah uh, he's got a voice actor like a voice performance that you have to kind of adjust to <laughs> Um, everybody else is a little bit more interesting. Uh, we got Lee Dimitrescu, mm-hmm. uh, who, who we talked about, and she is the big vampire wife uh, yeah. slash mom that the internet went horny for to a degree that I, I haven't seen since Bowsette.
1: <laughs> they went so horny for, uh, what do they call it, uh, big, big titty vampire mom? Um, yeah. Uh, they, they ignored her hips, which I think is a real, real big part of it too. Um, an attractive woman, except for all the veins that are growing out of her breast, and yeah, and and and, and also the court, just the the, the, the ghastly corpse like skin. Yeah yeah um yeah Yeah. uh but uh like the internet got so horny for her that uh that capcom not only published her exact height and the exact dimensions other of her of her feet and shoes but also Uh. like released all of their concept uh art and like what kind of fabric all of her clothes were made of uh down Mm -hmm. to the underwear itself uh which is only like viewable from very specific angles uh, so yeah. you know, like this, it, it is, it, it is incredible. She is incredibly horned in her uh, in her presentation, and it's very mm-hmm. satisfying when she turns into a hideous, like she, you know, yeah. she is the first one that turns into a hideous uh, big bio monster, which we knew was going to happen. As if
0: to say masturbate to this, you nerds, I,
1: I, Just I try. I, I challenge you. I did. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> it wasn't easy. <laughs>
0: Oh shit. Yeah, I, I did this village of shadows mode for masturbating. <laughs> uh the uh she the the thing that bummed me out about her being super horned out and all the horny discourse mm-hmm. is that she owns. She what? Uh she owns. Oh yeah, she like, does. Uh, the part of the game is great like uh-huh. she had such a fun performance like she's so menacing and good mm-hmm. uh just her being really tall as opposed to immediately processing that into erotic fuel uh, i thought it was kind of scary you yeah. know silly me uh in a really
1: good way like i'm like man that's fucking uncanny and weird the the way that she closes distance between you like way mm-hmm. quicker than you expect her to she functions her. I mean, yeah. not not to go too deep, under doorballs. <laughs> yeah, not to go not to go too too far into like details on it. But she functions very much like a Mister X for a good mm-hmm. uh, for a good portion of that of, of that stage, and it, it's an emergency when she appears because you know, unlike Mister X, who will like mostly lumber and then sometimes charge at you, uh, she, mm-hmm. by virtue of her height, can casually saunter and close the distance to you way faster than you think. Unless you go to
0: the table that's in front of her fireplace, which you can circle around forever. Mm Mm-hmm. And she will just do, it's like two people who are about to get into a fight, like, oh, we're going to do it? We're going to do it. We're going to do, do it, huh? You're going to catch these hands? We're going to do it. Sup! For just eternity. <laughs> yeah, she can never catch you if you're around an object. Uh, again, you know, my thesis of this being more about evoking than emulating mm-hmm. Resident Evil's greatest hits, she, she still exists the same way that Mr. X does on the map at all times, but there isn't the, like, audio cue yeah. stuff she you just run into her at some scripted points or if you happen to run into her like she kind of homes in on you but it's not about being quiet, you know, trying to fight things quietly, mm-hmm. etc. wants to give you the feeling of Mr. X without emulating Mr. X. Yes. Um but she's great. Yeah. Uh I think second in terms of uh bigness is we got Heisenberg.
1: Oh, yep. Uh <laughs> we 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 got Heisenberg who uh looks like an unkempt Nicholas Cage and sounds like Jeffrey Combs to me. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> he or uh jonas venture jr he does uh, he does have a, a little, little bit, bit of, a, of a of a patrician of a patrician uh like let's say connecticut accent something in the yeah. in the in the upper atlantic <laughs> ethan winters you're gonna help me with miranda that bitch
0: yeah she's such a bitch yeah he god really... i hate her she Bitch. hey hey, hey, Heisen- hey heisenberg
1: dialogue. um i we we asked you to, to say it not celebrate it
0: <laughs> yeah it's a, heisenberg you sound like you're talking about a stepmom and yeah. you are clearly like infinite years old uh-huh. or at least 40 <laughs> you know like you should not be talking like this yeah uh, i was surprised by how much i liked him it mm-hmm. is it is so scenery chewing hmm like everything this guy does, yeah. uh, and then he's a werewolf with Magneto powers for no real fucking reason. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. What is going on? He just, he just uh, <laughs> his his mutation gave him. They uh, have a very specific name of like a, of an electric ray uh, mm-hmm. from Japan uh, that he like developed a mutation of. Uh, it's used to really cool effect. Uh, not, I don't know how scary it is, <laughs> but also it's Magneto. It's not it scary at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 it's like the, remotely the, scary yeah the the terror of him is that he uh he's like a dr frankenstein uh kind of guy he's making an undead cyborg army you know
0: yeah um and they're they're not scary either they're just cool looking
1: yeah yeah you know? and he has some body uh, horror uh kind of associated with it a little bit of like uh half-life 2 stalker uh kind of energy to uh, to, to them sure
0: yeah yeah, yeah. uh and, and and his his whole part is the military zone yes you know, So we got the Resident Evil 2 zone, the, the, the military zone. Moreau is the puzzle zone. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah, That's kind of yeah. the puzzle navigation zone. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the sleeper hit, uh, Donna Beneviento, mm-hmm. who is represents Ghost and Poltergeist, yes. and has the, uh, the horror, the escape room horror zone. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, great stuff. I mean, the biggest mm-hmm. scare in the game, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, there's re- real unnerving like it the the week that this came out people speaking in hushed tones about house Beneviento, uh you know yeah. like when everybody is really committed to not saying exactly what it is but just like wait till you get there you'll know when you see it um yeah. that 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 is good anticipation to me yeah um, that's it, real fun. It, it didn't disappoint and also like i really like that stuff from r e 7 like that close up um uh, first person adventure game stuff you know yeah
0: yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um when she's not doing that, she's an evil hot topic doll.
1: <laughs> she's a, she's, uh, a, a, she's a little Annabelle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely hot topic. Yeah. Like I would be a better daughter. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's 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 very uh it's a lot. It's yeah, not he's a little scary, monster.
1: Even, yeah.
0: It's very Conwife's little monster, like
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh no. but a spooky doll is spooky. I'm, I'm not going yeah. to act like I'm above it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other kind of big
0: character here, and this was revealed in the trailer and stuff, uh, Chris Red, Redfield is in this. Yep. Uh, and they add some redcons. So this is not only just evoking different parts of Resident Evil, this is kind of explicitly tying the Resident Evil 7 thread back into the fold.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, like they didn't uh you know it was like okay re7 this is a reboot you know like say bye-bye to all of the continuity snarl and all that shit that nobody but cole and a few other weirdos care about uh no no but that's just, that was just on break that was on vacation mm-hmm. <laughs> um because re8 plugs us right back into the snarl uh you yeah. know with specifically some uh you know so some choices that, that they made toward the very end uh this like re7 kind of has a lower dump uh before the uh before the uh climax at the end yeah that you that, that you get to um this worked for me but that's because i'm not turned off by seeing the progenitor virus mentioned yeah it's because you're sick yeah it's because i i need help <laughs> yeah I, I i take i take
0: some joy in that stuff but i i there are point specific tap out things they do Mm-hmm. for me uh you know i'm still i i'm barely tolerating the bsaa uh the twist they're doing with them in this i'm just like why why do that because they were just making another umbrella Yeah, uh blue umbrella is annoying to me and then the thing that wears on me about resident evil lore is that each time they keep going this is the origin
1: of, <laughs> of, of where <laughs> things came from
0: like they did that with code veronica and they did that with re0
1: yep
0: you know and now they're doing it again yeah Uh, who really gave him the ideas for Resident Evil 1. Well, it turns out it's the the villain of this game. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, weird. Uh, I can go along with it as part of the sampler platter. Like, it would be a little weird to me if they didn't include that to me, because this game is about evoking every Resident Evil game. Yes. You know, so they have to kind of, you know, invoke some Five Revelations BSAA Mm -hmm. stuff.
1: Yes. Uh, That needs to be part of the Cosmic Gumbo.
0: It is a cosmic gumbo.
1: Yeah, but you have yeah, Chris back. So. Like he he does not have his re seven design. They uh you know specifically made him look a little bit more like a like like an older you know bulkier version of the old Chris design. Bad Caesar mm-hmm. haircut and all. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's uh he
0: he's an extreme idiot. Oh god. Yes. this, um, just, a lot of emotion like just needless emotional harm would be solved by him saying like three or four words. By, that by him communicating. Not to say.
1: That's the thing that frustrates yeah. me most about this, actually. Is it's really obnoxious. Chris's uh, like, ch- ch- Chris's lack of communication. Yeah.
0: There's there's no reason for it. And then a character later calls him out on it, mm-hmm. but he never explains it. He never justifies. He's like, yeah, I guess that was a mistake. Yeah. And it's like, you just caused untold suffering for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said this last uh, time we did a Resident Evil game, we did five, but like, it's why if you would have told 1997 me that the Resident Evil games would develop in a way to make me not like Chris Redfield, <laughs> like, I would be very surprised. He smokes, though. Yeah, exactly. And that was the coolest thing in the world to me. In one, he was like <laughs> yeah. extremely cool. Uh, and then now it's like, man, this guy fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whenever he shows up, he just ready to suck you know mm-hmm. just <laughs> increasing the suck yeah. uh in this one you know he does uh you know the the reviews are he has his own section so he has a, a fifth section mm-hmm. that we use you know to explore a different resident evil mode um that is uh you know there are mixed reviews on that i'm mm-hmm. not a big fan
1: no of, no uh, i don't is military corner i don't find it cathartic
0: and I think uh, Hound Wolf is
1: fucking dumb. That is a bridge too far. That 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 yes. is hat on a hat on a hat. Clown nose, stupid. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and Chris
0: just constantly, you know, how much pathos are you going to wring out of him losing units and just like yeah his men, right? You know, it's so it's so uh, it's so transparent and dumb. And mm-hmm. it's like it was it wasn't six. Where Chris like was partying with Mini Chris,
1: <laughs> yeah. like, like, him and his son,
0: yeah, 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 it is Beef Boy and Beef Son, uh-huh. and their adventures in RE six. Yep, uh, it just yeah, it's it's silly, it's super silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a kind of a villain in this,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, in a way that is like specifically evoked the box art. It is you know half chris's face and then it's like merged with a lichen face making mm-hmm. it seem like he is going to be like the architect behind all of this that he will have been like bitten uh and that i mean spoilers that doesn't end up being the case uh chris makes it out of this one uh to continue um again uh and whatever they do next
0: would so. also if i was just looking at the cover i would not only think chris was the main character and they or they returned to werewolf but i also think he was the main character yes this you but know? they can't show ethan's so. face
1: <laughs> like, yeah. you think it's like a lot of like emotional characterization but uh they cannot countenance his countenance so what, what's wild is they did make him a face it's just <laughs> you never see it <laughs> did, in, did, in the did they i thought that i thought that ended up being like a like an urban legend like that was a uh that was a uh an artist rendering like somebody just said no, no. like oh i just imagine they looks like griffin mcelroy and no, people they, just they kind made, of ran they made it. a
0: face uh, so there's there's a scene uh, where he's face down uh, when the bad thing happens to him okay and you can't see it but if you take the camera around hmm. to the floor you can see it also there's a little trivia at the end of this game which I'm sure you've seen mm-hmm. uh, the uh you know spoilers in you know three two one skip forward 15 seconds uh they're using his model for the the body that walks up at the end yes. after the credits mm-hmm. uh, and that model has a face as well right. Um so there's two places you can see the uh the Ethan face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we will uh we we will see but it's it's just it's very funny that be beca- yeah. cause of their decision to keep Ethan again from this false notion that you would identify more with him if he you, if you didn't have a face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, I don't identify with Ethan whatsoever. No, he's kind of uh, he's kind of was... dumb. <laughs> him being the main character this was also a little bit of a bummer when i first heard about it I'm spending more time with this dipshit yeah um you know and boy bad things happen to his hands oh boy so, yeah
1: yeah um, so uh yeah so we can uh talk about the development here the development began six months before resident evil 7 shipped you know they mm-hmm felt like they had a good handle you know on people liking uh, what what was going to be there they'd released the uh, the demo at that point but uh it, it also kept, it kept them from making a lot of decisions very early on uh about mm-hmm. about RE 8 uh so they just kind of focused on the or the early development on saying all right like we're going to it's it's going to be first person but like let's cast backward and bring forward these elements from re4 this beloved entry in the franchise and just kind of like keep that work on that until we figure out what works from seven right and so what they pulled forward was a bunch of stuff from like the castle and the hookman concepts for re4 uh you know namely the the supernatural elements like there were some early like concept art of ethan you know or the main character like wielding a sword on the roof of a castle fighting a big gargoyle yeah yeah, some Dark Souls shit. Yeah. The, uh,
0: and it makes sense for them to be looking back at RE4 at this point, given that they probably already had the—they uh, you know, they already know they already had the RE2 make mm-hmm. in mind. You know, things like that. Um, When RE7 uh, was, you know, people loved it. Uh, they're like, okay, well, let's make this a direct sequel. Let's make this Ethan, so no swords on rooftops. Yes. Um, The team's goal was twofold. Uh, make RE8 a horror movie you could play and a theme park of horror. Uh, And I would say that it does both of those things. Yes,
1: it is very successful. And while RE7 aimed to make you feel trapped, claustrophobic, you know, there is nowhere to run, um, uh, you know, evoking horror in that way. Uh, This is uh, kind of saying, let's make everything so unpredictable that the player is on edge about what might be waiting for them around the next corner. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If anyone was wondering what that loud bang was my cats pushed a card table into me. Ooh, I don't know how they did it, but yeah. hard enough to like make that noise. <laughs> they
1: they, they yeah. inviting their buddies over for, for some, uh, for some hold'em.
0: That's what it seems like they're doing. To, so I'm, I'm going to paint a portrait of it. Okay. Uh, and see if I can finally knock that dog's playing poker out of the, out of the charts. <laughs> um, <laughs> the but shirt. yeah, it was just real weird. I, it felt like I was hit by a man. Huh? Just there. And I looked over, It's just my cats. Huh. So, okay. Hmm. Um, the, uh, so they 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 wanted to have this uh, this kind of variety uh, with a number of enemies and locales based on Gothic horror specifically. Mm-hmm. So Gothic horror, European folk tales, and uh, every individual house uh, harkens back to a Hammer horror yeah. kind of classic. Yeah.
1: There. So so you, so you got your Frankenstein's and your Draculas and whatnot. Um, yeah. Uh, there were a number of concepts and kind of plot flourishes that were there before being paired back. I just kind of grabbed a few of them off of uh, off of a trivia list. Uh, there was going to be a second playable character. Uh, There's a prominent villager that you rescue early on named Elena, uh, who mm-hmm. uh, uh, would have uh, stuck around, like early uh, demo footage and things like that, uh, showed a female hand carrying a lantern around. Uh, so the idea that she would have some segments uh, is definitely a possibility.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, keeping the tradition of you play somebody else for a while. And so mm-hmm. they do that with Chris in this yes. game. Um, Ada Wong would have been in there, but they thought that would have been too confusing. They wanted to tie it back, but we're not ready for Wong.
1: Yeah, when Ada uh, shows yeah. up, that's a different kind of thing. She would have showed up dressed like a plague doctor, too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fun. She loves fashion. <laughs> uh, Maro's Reservoir would have been more
0: fleshed out. It would have had its own enemies. Um, it is. It does, to me, feel like the least developed area by, like, a lot.
1: It's the demon ruins um, of uh and lost eyes of this game.
0: Yep, it's totally the demon ruins of yeah. this. Uh, so it makes sense that there was cut material there. Uh, and then the uh, one of the a secret thing about this game, or not secret, but I think the boss fights in this game are not great. There's only like uh, kind of one or two that board. I like, <laughs> yeah. There are a couple I like, but there are a lot I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, uh, Lady Beneventos, I think, is dog shit. Yeah. And when I read the original concept of it, you know, that you would have shrunk Ethan down to fight in a dollhouse, I was way into it. Yeah. Like, doll Ethan? <laughs> like, that's the kind of stupid I can get down with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, doll Ethan I can get into. Totally. Um, and, and Paul Redd, it, like it, it sounds like the Ant-Man climax to me. Um, totally and
0: that yeah. was real fun mm-hmm. you know a fun part of a pretty mediocre movie
1: yeah um so uh it's unfortunate that we ended up getting what we got which is you know kind of like assets everywhere everybody uh yes. speaking of assets everywhere uh the castle Demetresque uh section was not initially going to be vampires uh their initial concept for it was to fill the castle with and i quote hundreds of witches yep. <laughs> rob zombie like house of 100 witches uh and also hundreds of witches is my exact kind of dumb Uh, what are any of the individual witches like i don't know what are their powers i don't know we got them in quantity we got them at gordon food uh, gordon witch services (laughs) yeah it's it's it's
0: it's a a nightmare come to life from a portland craigslist ad (laughs) do do you have what it takes to live in hag house Uh, There are hundreds of witches, uh, no Scorpios, and uh, we don't share tarot decks.
1: No, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's 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 rough stuff.
1: If our crystals cloud up, you're out.
0: Yep, yeah, uh, it, it, that's what that sounded like to me. Uh, uh, but it also would have been really funny. Yeah, um, I like what we got
1: as well. But yes, yeah, but also hundreds of witches is just a very fun phrase. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ultra coven. I would assume like any religion, they would eventually move on to like mega covens, like yeah. other mega churches. hmm You know, where what, like Satan would just like use a jumbotron. Yeah. To talk to like just kind of the Walmart of covens in different mm-hmm. towns.
1: Yeah. To it'd be it'd be it'd be streaming on scrying pools everywhere.
0: Yeah. 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 Like like whatever the, the like the prosperity, you yeah. know, gospel. Instead, instead of
1: mother- for, <laughs> Beauty's blood, yeah, instead of mustard seed faith, it's eye of newt faith, yeah,
0: yeah, no, I could see it,
1: yeah, uh so uh Resident Evil village like any number of games we've talked about that have come out recently, this was a covid nineteen casually, I didn't realize that development halted uh was halted entirely for a uh, for a whole month, which is ridiculous mm-hmm. when you think about like even uh you know a three and a half year timeline, that's a big chunk of it,
0: <laughs> that's a, a big chunk
1: of it, yeah, but but good for the workers, yeah. No, it's better to be Uh, safe than to give me a Resident Evil game on time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Capcom was hit with a plagiarism lawsuit uh, by director Richard Rophorst, claiming they lifted the monster design from his 2013 movie, Frankenstein's Army. Mm -hmm. Uh, They kind of did. I looked up some stills of Frankenstein's Army and the monsters in the factory do look real similar. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also kind of look like a gritty reboot of Airman from Mega Man 2.
1: Yeah, I've seen that you know, comparison as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it 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 does feel like it's it's you know, combining airplane parts with zombies doesn't feel like it's a, yeah. a trademarkable idea, but the monsters do look real similar.
1: Yeah, I've also seen like uh, some specific uh, like uh, comparisons of textures and stuff. The, the 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 IP stuff around the development of Resident Evil Eight is actually a little bit more complicated uh, than uh, than than I than I initially thought. There are some claims, but it is hard to corroborate them yeah yeah uh, specific yeah. specific artists other than this director of filed grievances, but without uh without knowing as i can 't say, so yeah, yeah we're not taking a side in it, nope, so um uh, the game reviewed well, uh people really mm-hmm. seemed to enjoy it, uh expectations were high after r e seven Uh, And so, you know, if people differed, it was basically just did they appreciate the changes or not. Um, And it sold really well within the first four days, uh, shipped enough to become the third best-selling game in the Resident Evil franchise, tying the 2019 remake of Resident Evil 2, uh, kind of uh, settling this in as kind of the new renaissance for the series.
0: Yeah. Uh, And this is, uh, they've announced that they're doing a DLC for it because of that hit Plan, but they, it feels like they did not have a plan from the start, because no details or anything has come out about it. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> and that that clock's a little bit ticking, a little you know, bit. <laughs> like uh, now would be a good time to announce, like you had to release it now. But if that doesn't come out within a year of the game coming out, I think some of that fire will be gone.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, it, that that would be like a like a perk for the for the game of the year edition or whatever. That announcement was very funny um, because it was E three earlier this year and uh mm-hmm. it was capcom's you know show and all that they have was like just a a a still text that was like oh, we we understand you like Resident Evil 8 so we have decided to make more of it details soon yeah. um, <laughs> It was so. like you guys didn't expect that people would like like Resident Evil 8 dog <laughs> it is really like what it's really interesting
0: uh like what you know you do get the sense that capcom for a company that uh you know is artful, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not crassly commercial with this series. They do trace, chase trends. They do. Yes. Pretty consistently with the resident evil series. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what, what six was like them trying to make their ultimate resident evil, uh, things like that. Like they do, they do a lot of chasing what they think the market will, yeah. will do well for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it makes a kind of sense. It does. But, uh, um, in ter- we're going to spoil everything in the second half of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think you should play this if you like Resident Evil games. I think this is a really good one. Uh, for me, it's probably, it's like number five or something mm-hmm. in, in my ranking, five or six. It's it's not, you know, near the top of the charts, but that's pretty near the top of the charts given that there are like 15 Resident Evil games. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, I, I also uh, would say, yes, play this.
0: Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And if you were too scared by Resident Evil 7, there's only one part that approaches it in fear. Yes. So it is not nearly as scary. It's also a little easier, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say so. uh, On normal. After the intro, uh, I was not low on resources, and uh, I was doing great.
1: No, the game takes care of you.
0: Uh, That's going to be it for the portion of this that is for everyone. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you listening. If you'd like to hear the entire episode, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv.
1: Please do. You can get the full version of this episode and also all of our previous uh, premium episodes. there have been some good ones. Uh, You can go and check those out. Uh, One of my favorite ones here recently was Prey. That was a fun episode. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. yeah, That's a good one. Um, Yeah. And you also get a bunch
0: of bonus shows and you support your boys. Mm -hmm. Uh, We really appreciate it. If uh, in either case, we will
1: see you in a week with the Dispatch. Yes, we will. Where we will announce the uh, Winter WRPG. Indeed. Uh, Until next time, take care. Take care.